so welcome back to the motorasha podcast um we've uh, we've been doing these podcasts uh, every month to every month and uh, it's uh, i mean while we are doing it we didn't realize we've actually done 25 of them over the past uh, year um, y- yes uh, and uh, we've had a 1500th uh, podcast download which is uh, exciting and so glad to hear Uh, that there are people who are listening to our podcast and they find it informative so uh stick to it uh, keep listening uh on this podcast uh we uh thought we'd uh, get a little more uh technical knowledge so we popped into uh, one of india's most uh, one of india's renowned uh garages slipstream performance in pune and uh we've we heard, we've uh, we've heard so much about these guys especially kunal uh with all the servicing and maintenance and the repair works that he does with uh super bikes and premium motorcycles uh i mean we've uh, for for us we we've, we've seen him do some really interesting work uh and there's a lot of things just simple things like even getting your suspensions set uh making sure all the things are more are put into place systematically uh worked on the right way so we thought uh, we'd pop into uh kunal's garage uh slipstream and uh, speak to him about something that is uh not neglected but not really looked at very seriously although it's a very serious component and a serious maintenance job that needs to be done uh, on your engine uh and uh, we thought let's uh let's get him to answer the questions that we had uh and uh, get you guys to actually uh listen to this and make sure that you keep uh doing such maintenance on your bikes regularly uh, it definitely makes a very big difference to the way the engine's going to keep running the way it's supposed to run efficiently uh and uh, you know get get more miles uh, on it the right way without it breaking down so uh, i'm going to welcome kunal from slipstream uh, our topic on this podcast is uh three critical Uh, elements that you should not be missing out on the on your engine maintenance so welcome kunal hey thanks shoaib um, it's always good to be you know on the motorwasher podcast uh, i think it helps educate riders to better understand their motorcycle um, you know so for today's podcast um, i decided i thought i'd get a little technical um, but you know stick around i think it should shed some light on a few misunderstood aspects of uh, regular maintenance so i actually did give this a lot of thought um, and i think i've come down to uh, you know basically talking about three critical maintenance procedures uh, that you need to follow on any efi motorcycle i won't get into uh, motorcycles with carburetors uh, we see more and more fuel injected motorcycles i'm going to stick with that and the three things i want to talk about are uh, checking and adjusting your valve clearances uh replacing your fuel filter or filters um and uh fuel injector cleaning so what i find from my experience is uh you know these are generally uh, overlooked as a routine part of maintenance um and this is especially as a bike gets older you really need to start looking at these three things okay so like i pointed out earlier this is where it's going to get slightly technical uh but you know i think this will help in the overall understanding why you need to do all this Uh yeah so first things first i'm going to explain a little bit about how your engine runs and uh, you know how these three components uh, are interconnected so basically your motorcycle needs a very specific air fuel ratio or mixture uh, that's sprayed into the engine 
for it to operate efficiently uh, this happens over the entire rev range um, you know and uh, the fuel mixtures time to be sprayed as a very fine you know mist uh, it goes into the cylinder via the manifold port um, and this happens when your inlet valve or valves opens uh, this is basically the, the manifold port is where your throttle body attaches to your cylinder head uh, with the you know the rubber stub that bolts onto the engine okay so let's get back to it uh, so now that you've sprayed uh, your fuel mixture into the cylinder what's going to happen is that the fuel ignites and it's consumed at a particular you know or required burn rate uh, this is going to produce the best power and uh, the lowest emissions for that particular load and rpm and for this to happen you need a fuel system uh, that basically pumps and injects the fuel at a high pressure uh, which causes a nice atomized fuel spray you also need a valve train Okay, you need something that's going to actuate an inlet and exhaust valve. So this is going to allow your air fuel mixture to flow into the cylinder and uh, the burnt gas to basically flow out of the cylinder. So these are the basics that works. And uh, also you got to remember that your valves uh, are going to be closed during uh, the, the, the engine cycle. Uh, this is so that um, you know the 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 mixture that you've you've injected into the cylinder uh, is going to be sealed inside that cylinder and uh, when the when the piston comes up it's going to compress it um, and basically you have an ignitable gas that's uh, ready to combust okay so now that we have a very clear idea of what we're looking for i'm going to get into uh, you know the why and how uh, we go about ensuring your engine will do this at max efficiency throughout its life so I'm going to start out with talking about fuel filters. Um, you know, I find that uh, this is somehow something that's not really looked into with a lot of uh, the big bikes out there. Um, so we all know the quality of petrol in India can be sketchy at times. Um, you know, in the context of this podcast, I'm not going to get into octane ratings. I know a lot of people talk about octane ratings, but I'm going to look only at or more at contaminated fuel. So this is more of a problem as you go into the mountains or, you know, maybe fill at smaller pumps on the highway. Fuel filters are designed to prevent uh, smaller particles. I think it's roughly about 10 microns across from uh, uh, from the fuel tank, uh, getting into the fuel pump and then in, in finally into the fuel injector. So many times uh, at the shop, we see that rust from the tank also getting into the fuel lines causes problems. So, you know, uh, this is why, um, you know, most motorcycles have a fuel uh, fuel system, have a filter at the pump. And uh, I mean, this is this is, uh, you know, every motorcycle, sorry, has a filter at the at the fuel pump and uh, a lot of them and you see more and more motorcycles now have fuel filters um, after uh, the fuel pump so this is basically an inline fuel filter and this this is what needs to be changed at a regular interval uh, you also have uh, you know smaller inline filters inside the uh, injector but those those get cleaned at a later stage yeah so you know the fuel filters is is critical it it's going to prevent contaminants uh, contaminants from being pumped uh, to the injector and your injector uh, you know it, depending on the design can have anything from 4 to 12 really really fine uh, orifices on its nozzle um, and the fine orifices uh, you atomize the fuel while it's under pressure from the fuel pump Okay, so uh, the fuel filter is going to be critical uh, to making sure it does not let dirt into the fuel pump rotors as well as the injector orifices. Okay, so you're going to uh, eventually have a fuel filter doing its job. It's going to get uh, loaded and clogged over time. 
So you're going to see um, a drop in fuel pressure in the fuel rail, um, you know, over a period of time. Um, the, the normal fuel pressure that we, we generally see on motorcycles is, is around 40 PSI. Um, you know, and if this starts dropping off, uh, as it will, once the fuel filter starts getting clogged, you will find that this affects the injector spray pattern. And uh, below a certain threshold, uh, it just cannot support uh, the required spray pattern. And you want to start to see, you know, problems with running. And we see problems like, uh, you know, cold starting. Uh, it'll be more difficult to start. You'll have to crank the bike more. Uh, you'll, you'll have problems with the idling. Uh, you'll also get high emissions because, uh, you know, the spray pattern is, is not as it should be. And you'll have, uh, you know, bigger droplets being injected into the cylinder. Um, so... Um, you know, I find that uh, the fuel filter is is really overlooked, uh, and um, in many cases, it's just due to availability of parts. Uh, a lot of guys do want to change their fuel filters, but uh, they they aren't easily available. But uh, you know, majority of the time, uh, we also find that technicians either have no idea that this motorcycle requires a fuel uh, filter change. So this brings me to the next critical component uh, in line and that's going to be the fuel injector. So the fuel injector uh, is the final part of the fuel system and is responsible for making sure uh, your engine gets the correct air fuel ratio based on engine demand. So you got to think about it guys. Uh, so your fuel injector is basically operating millions of times over the life of your engine. So injectors, you know, generally last a very long time. And I personally have never changed an injector because it's failed uh, till date. But uh, they do require maintenance, um, you know, and uh, this is one component uh, that we find no sh uh, service schedule mentioned in the manual. But this isn't to say that, uh, you know, they don't require any maintenance. So what we found in Indian conditions is that you should have them ultrasonically cleaned at least uh, every 35,000 kilometers and uh, maybe earlier uh, maybe at earlier intervals, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, if you are riding to offbeat destinations or maybe into the hills, uh, or even if you've parked your bike for an extended period of time, you know, especially like after the lockdown, we've done a lot of uh, motorcycles, we've had to clean uh, the injectors ultrasonically. Um, and uh, this happens because, uh, you know, if, if you start your motorcycle and run old gas through the system, uh, you generally don't want to use uh, fuel that's older than three months, guys. Um, you know, you get a, gun, a gummed up or contaminated uh, fuel injector. Um, and what, what happens is this, uh, once the injector gets gummed up, uh, you, you can see uh, fuel uh, dribbling in, into the cylinder uh, instead of being uh, atomized. Uh, you know, or the spray pattern can become a little uneven. And uh, this will basically cause similar problems as uh, described when you have uh, a contaminated fuel filter. So uh, the reason I'm talking about this is I find most riders are unaware you need to service injectors. And a lot of the technicians or owners, you know, motorcycle owners don't really want to get into cleaning them because like on some motorcycles, they're really hard to access. So if you're on, uh, you know, taking an injector off a single single cylinder motorcycle, they're generally easier to work on. But if you have a really complicated, uh, you know, inline four or a bigger motorcycle or something which is very compact, they can be a little difficult to access. 
So finally, last but not least, I'm going to talk about um, the inlet on exhaust valves. Uh, I'm going to explain a little bit about how they operate. And, um, you know, um, also then I'm going to get into why we do the valve clearances. So a very basic analogy for the valve uh, or valves is a water tap. Uh, the valves on your engine are like taps that allow uh, the air and fuel mixture and burn gases to flow in and out of the engine uh, only when they open. So when when the both valves are closed, um, they seal the or they're supposed to seal the air fuel mixture inside your cylinder, so that it can be compressed uh, and uh, and ignited on the power stroke. So um, you know when the valves are closed, just like a water tap, you do not want any of the mixture trapped inside the cylinder leaking past the valves. So uh, you know I'm going to explain a few more things. Um, and a few things to remember when we talk about valves are, uh, you know, they run at half engine speed. So for an engine running at 5000 RPM, each valve is going to open and close 2500 times a minute. Um, they have a linear up and down motion and have to do this um, hundreds of times a second. And they're subjected to the heat and pressure of the combustion gases. So you got guys, you got to remember, you know, you typically see inlet valve temperatures of uh, 550 degrees and the exhaust valves around 900 degrees. So the valve uh, seals against the valve seat in the cylinder and most of the heat they absorb is conducted through the valve seat into the cylinder head. The exhaust valves actually help conduct, uh, you know, 70-75% of the heat uh, that's in the combustion chamber uh, to the head and then into the water jacket and radiator. So to sum it up, the valves inside your engine have to move up and down uh, hundreds of times a second while being subjected to immense heat um, and pressure for thousands of kilometers. So you got to keep this in mind. Uh, you know, it's all going to be important in just a minute when I get into, uh, you know, valve clearances. So, I mean, if you talk about specified clearances, you know, why are they so important? Um, I mean, we, we hear this, you know, term thrown around a piston to bore clearance or valve clearance. So you got to remember that, uh, you know, everything in your engine tends to get hot because of the combustion process. Uh, the heat causes parts to expand at different rates based on the material uh, that they're made from and the and where they're located in the engine. All moving parts, uh, you know, are going to have some working clearance and, and, and this basically takes into account how much they will expand and contract uh, during the heat cycle. So it's for this reason, clearances are always specified when the engine is cold. If you read uh, your manual and you check on a valve clearance, it's always going to specify it when the engine is cold. And for valve clearances that need adjustment, uh, we can have uh, a valve that's commonly referred to as uh, you know too tight or too loose so guys I, I mean i hear this question all the time so people tell me uh, you know but the valve clearances were initially set at the factory so why do i need to check my valve clearance and uh, you, when when you think about this it's 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 all in the nature of how the valves uh, operate or how they're designed to operate so there's like i said earlier there's linear up and down motion uh, plus the heat and pressure tend to cause the valve seats to recess into the head uh, now if you think about it your valve is opening and closing uh, hundreds of times a second every time it closes it 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 has there's a hammering effect of the valve down onto the valve seat um, you know and this causes the clearance that you initially set between the valve stem and the camshaft uh, to gradually reduce over time 
if this reduces past the tolerance it's expected to run you're going to have a condition where the valves do not fully seat or close properly when i say fully seat it means that the valve is not going to seal on on your valve seat and uh, you know rather they're going to stay open and not make proper contact with the valve seat and basically this is what uh, what happens when we say uh, the valves are too tight and and like i mentioned earlier the valves uh, do tend to get very hot and most of the heat is going to be drawn out of the valve via the seat so no contact means the valve is now beginning to overheat and burn so you hear a lot of mechanics and technicians saying oh you know the valves burnt uh, you know they basically mean that uh, the valves are going to overheat and the valve will eventually distort uh, and and this is going to lead to you know a larger and larger compression leak so eventually you will need a complete head rebuild to rectify the problem at this point uh, you know getting your valve clearances adjusted might not really do do much because valve valve and valve seat are already too damaged and uh, you know your motorcycle performance will gradually f- feel poorer even before it reaches a stage where your valves are totally burnt and the seats are uh, you know are recessed you will find that there is there is quite uh, you know drop of power the engine feels mushy and uh, so that was that was tight valves and when you talk about loose valves it's just the opposite so with loose valves you have too much of a clearance or gap between the valve stem and the camshaft uh, this it won't necessarily cause uh, you know excessive uh, wear or anything like that but you will find that uh, you know uh, um, th- there will be a ticking sound uh, from the valve train that's that's a ticking that a lot of people hear from the engines as well as there will be a reduced performance you know as the excess clearance is going to reduce your valve lift so when that happens um, you know cylinder filling is going to be inefficient you're not going to get the amount of fuel and air mixture that you require inside your engine so so guys i'm going to summarize this so you know you need to change your fuel filters at least at the specified interval you got to clean your injectors at least every 35000 kilometers it may be less in some uh, scenarios and you got to at least check your valve clearances once you check your valve clearances that's when you're going to know if you need to adjust your valve clearances and if you do these three things it's definitely going to aid uh, you know in increasing the longevity of your motorcycle engine and keep it performing at its best thanks for listening to this podcast i want to hear your stories your motorcycle experiences what you've been doing and how motorcycles have made your life better so if you have something to say dm us on instagram uh, and i'll be more than happy to get you on this podcast <laughs>